Tomorrow is your birthday. The second one without you. The world is different without you. I am different without you. Our family, your friends, we are different now. Your auntie told me to lock my knees, so I'm still standing, smiling less, but fighting more. Tomorrow, we will build a fire for you. Invite your friends over, play your music so your voice can be heard. We lived our lives our way, believed anything is possible on any given day. I know what to say. I would go to the dark side just to give you another day, because that's what love will do. That's what I say. But I'm no Jedi, but I dream like I am every day. And if there's life after, I hope you are happy today. Know we miss you every day. We had a lot of fun together, some pain together, but we were together. It's October 22nd, and tomorrow is your birthday. Happy birthday. Welcome to the Smoking Rhyme Show. What are we here for? What do you truly want? When change is not enough. What are we here for? What do you truly want? When change is not enough, what do you do? Let's talk about it, the problems we face. Let's fight hatred, no doubt. to another edition of the Smoking Rhyme Show. My name is Rex45 on the mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. Poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. Uh, we're going to talk about cannabis tonight. There's uh, some low-down, dirty stuff happening uh, in Massachusetts. There's some cool stuff happening in Canada right now because, as you probably know, cannabis is legal for all of Canada. So that's a pretty cool thing. Uh, it is legal in Massachusetts as well, but, you know, we have a lot of uh, red tape that we have to kick or knock down or cut through or whatever, however you want to call it, uh, which is the downside of being in Massachusetts. I don't, I, I don't know why. Um, I'm trying to figure that out myself, but it seems like the powers to be may have uh, other plans. So we'll talk about that more in the pot cafe. We got some uh, really dope poets tonight, and we have some cool music we're gonna play. 
Um, I have the opportunity to play uh, artists I haven't played before. So uh, definitely keep your uh, volume at a level that you can hear. Because uh, why not? Uh, give me a shout at 617-440-8777. It is October 22nd. I think we get like one more Monday in a month. And we have like two more months before we're looking at 2019. Um, I don't know why I keep track of the calendar like that, but I think everybody does after a certain point. And if you're Judge Kavanaugh, you probably um, have your calendar from when you were in high school. These things happen. So um, where's everybody at with the working out and, and all that fun stuff or pursuing whatever um, thing you want to do? Um, I hope you are on track, and if you're not on track, uh, maybe this is the day you decide to get back on track. And, you know, if you are, you know, pat yourself on the back, because it's not easy to, you know, I don't know how many weeks are left, but, you know, I think we've been going for about at least 40 weeks right now. So it's really hard to stay on track for 40 weeks. Um, So if you're falling off, you know, get back up, you know, dust yourself off. This This is how life is. Um... Like myself, I mean, I got my cast off last week, so I'm excited about that. Um, I'm able to go back to the gym and get a little bit of workout in, so that that's good. Uh, the downside is uh, I still have a, probably like about three months of limited use on my hands, so that's not good. But, you know, what am I going to do? You know, all we can do is make the best of what we have, um, and that's what I'm going to do. So you listen to Smoking Rhymes. Um, I'm going to get into some poetry. Then we're going to chat a little bit more, hear some awesome music, and talk about cannabis. What else would you be doing on a Monday night? And if you're in Massachusetts, man, it was cold this morning. But I ain't going to talk about that yet. Um, This first poem I'm going to play, let me see if I can find the title. Uh, For the Blonde Girl and the Classrooms of Ghost. Listen to this one right here. In the history of reproduction and contraception in America, the blonde girl, eyes just as green as St. Patrick's Day, has the nerve to sit across from me and the only other black girl in this class and form her lips, body language spilling her disgust to ask, um, why didn't slaves just abstain from sex instead of birthing children into slavery? And I'm just sitting there like, sweet black baby Jesus, you gonna have to help me be a good Christian today. You know, this is how we came to the talk of cotton root bark how a girl slave would snatch some from the field and gnash it between her teeth. This, her attempt of not having a child forced on or in her, whether by a master's command to breed or midnight hunger. I want to tell that green-eyed girl I can't even abstain from sex if I wanted to. That these men, they don't care nothing about no abstinence. They in the business of take. Ain't not one man thought about abstaining since my hips spread. Since my chest came into full bloom, but now I'm the angry black girl in class, ready to raise hell and kingdom come and send her to her maker, cause she got violent with her words. Now I'm supposed to sit there all silent while she cursed the wombs that ain't asked for it. And even if they did, they had the right to hold some joy inside. 
y'all, and then, then she gonna question the maternal instinct. The maternal instinct would have been to just like not have wanted your children to have gone through that. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, she just don't know. She just ain't never had nothing taken from her. I'm sitting in this class with my black body full of holes. I'm sitting in this class and my body is so much history, so much the woman from the field and the hut and it's so much that man too that I'm damn near crying at this point. Just trying to figure out what we got to abstain from. I'm looking at this green-eyed girl with my mammy's blood trying to give to her kindly. Trying to cast her bones while mine break. Trying to salve her skin while the graves between us peel mine back. Force my legs apart. Staple my mouth shut. My professor, she changes the subject without comment. And the green-eyed girl just as green as St. Patrick's Day. She looking at me and the only other black girl in this class like she knows she ain't got nothing to lose. You're beautiful. Beauty like sentiment of desirability. Desire like anything other than the fear of being unfulfilled. Unfulfilled or full. Bold like the bellies of boastful buyers. Their breaths burrowing into my nasal, ripe like the living memory of some unconsented touch, or an extraction, perhaps. Extraction, which is just theft of nutrients. Sometimes you call it rape before your breath grows too short. Extraction, like syringes on breasts of lactating mothers, mothers whose toddlers are kidnapped. These children are forced to learn the speech patterns of cockroaches. At night, this child grits his teeth of their antennas between cavity teeth. He hopes the cockroaches can't hear his prayers. I read about it in some book somewhere. A white man called it symbiosis. I guess I called it poverty. Poverty like the abandonment of fulfillment. Like the abandonment of need. Need like want. Want like desire. Or beauty. <laughs> beauty in your sentiments. I don't know, I just thought you're beautiful, and I thought I should let you know. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show. My name is Rex45. That one right there, actually pretty dope, right? Um, first one's by Janae Dawkins. Second one's by Dua Salah. Uh, the Romantification of Poverty. Um, pretty dope stuff. Give me a shout, 617 Four four zero eighty seven seventy seven. I'm here till midnight. Um, we're gonna have some fun. Uh, for those uh, baseball fans, the Red Sox are in the World Series, so you must be pretty excited about that. Game one starts tomorrow against the Dodgers um, at Fenway Park, so the city's gonna be um, busy. Uh, I saw somewhere that the tickets are selling even as high as twenty thousand dollars. Uh, for super for for World Series, that's serious. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of cash. Uh, for some folks, that's their year salary, uh, and you know somebody's paying that just to go to a baseball game. It's not. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if I'd pay that much for a baseball game uh, to watch a game. 
I suppose if money was no object, then I probably wouldn't even think about it. Just go ahead and do it. Uh, but if money was no object, I hope I'd still have some sense to know I can just turn on the television. Because it's pretty cold in Boston right now. Uh, it's like 40-something degrees. Yesterday, was like, this morning was like 28, 29 degrees. It's going to be cold tomorrow. Uh, so that, you know, if you're inside watching it, eh, even then I don't think it's worth uh, $20,000 for, um, for a ticket. Uh, unless you're a diehard baseball fan or something like that, or if, you know you have some reason that you can convince yourself that it's worth it to spend twenty grand for one day for like four hours of uh, baseball. Uh, you know, there's a, a lot of other ways you can spend twenty grand. I suspect um, that's more. Uh, I don't know. As you can tell, I'm not a, really a baseball uh, fanatic. Um, I'm a sports guy, so I follow sports, but I'm not. I, there's no. Unless I was actually paying twenty grand to go play on the field, I wouldn't be giving up twenty grand to go watch anything. I don't think. So that's just me. Uh, but I'm a doer, not a watcher. So you know what I mean. I don't. I can't. I can't. I don't see the value in 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 in, in doing that. Um, but you know, some people do. So I don't want to sit here and say my way is the way and 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 that's it. But it just that's steep. So um, so when you're watching the game tomorrow at home. Just know that somebody uh, actually paid some serious money to watch the game at Fenway Park, and um, you know that's 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 just unbelievable stuff right there. Um, give me a shout six one seven four four zero eighty seven seventy seven. While I'm on sports, uh, over the weekend uh, there was a fight uh, between a Lakers player. Uh, which Rajon Rondo, who used to play for us, got a ring with us, um, and Chris Paul uh, from Houston Rockets. Uh, it was kind of ugly, uh, but this happened. And at first, it, it seemed like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't necessary. Uh, but it looked like, uh, you know, uh, Rondo actually uh, might have, you know, spat on Chris Paul. So uh, that's kind. That's not where it started, but that's kind of in the middle. Um, and so now they're all suspended, and and you know I was sitting uh, listening to some of these people talk about it, and 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 it's always interesting. I mean, I guess even before this, it's always interesting how people's opinion. Um, it's one thing when you have a microphone in front of you or a camera in front of you; it's a lot easier. It's not say it's easier, it, but you know, I, I'm sure everyone has uh, talking to their friends and, and and commenting and 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 sharing their opinions. Um, but when you're on TV or on radio and you start to to talk about things and you push it in a way as if to say like you know you're the, you're the keeper of the rules uh it just i don't know sound pompous or it just just doesn't even sound right and 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 especially when when you've never played a sport or maybe you play for fun but you haven't played professional uh when you if you haven't played prof- if you haven't played professional sport and then you talk about it you really have to talk about it as if you've never played you always got to kind of remind people that you've never played so you may have some idea but you don't really have the true idea because it's different when you're on the sidelines watching than when you're actually playing because when you get up at five in the morning or four in the morning or whatever time it is to go work out and do all these things um most people may not understand that and can't relate and and and, and so when you're in a the moment they don't necessarily have the the full gravity of the situation music stop for the moment but i'm going to get some more music this one is by tax beauty and struggle
struggle. It's beauty in the struggle. I said I wouldn't trade it for the world. I said I wouldn't trade you for the world. It's beauty in the struggle. It's beauty in the struggle. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I said I wouldn't trade you for the world. It's beauty in the struggle. Who would have known that crybaby Rico would grow to have an ego? And you would have to question if the moves would make illegal. Ain't gotta worry about it cause it's me, bro. We barely had a bed and covers, but we had each other. Well, now you have the latest kicks, at least I have my brother. And if I ever needed something, I could ask my brother. I wouldn't change it for the world. I know I can count on you to have my back, but I know I'm nice on wax, my wings ain't made of that. And you're overprotective, sometimes I hated that. Like you don't want me to try, like you don't trust me to fly. I'll never grow if you don't let me go. My story doesn't fill a page if I'm stuck in a cage. No coming of age. I know that I can be a handful when I stress you out a lot, but yo, do you trust me or not? It's beauty in the struggle. It's beauty in the struggle. I said I wouldn't trade it for the world. I said I wouldn't trade you for the world. It's beauty in the struggle. Beauty in the struggle. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I said I wouldn't trade it for the world. It's beauty in the struggle. My brother can't find out that I'm working for you. But I see you getting money and it's working for you. Why not risk it for a biscuit? Yo, I gotta get this. I know the life I live is wrong, but yo, I'm optimistic. But this is only till the music blows and I'm persistent. Overlooked and underestimated. I ain't trying to waste my talent cause I never made it. I ain't trying to miss a shot because I hesitated. They want you to do good, but not better than them. They don't want to see you shine and they pretend to be friends, but that's cool. I keep pushing till I get out. Get it on my own and I ain't looking for a handout. Just looking for a way out. And once I'm gone, I'm never coming back. I got love for the streets, but they don't love me back. And this is critical. I give it all I got. So yo, do you trust me or not? It's beauty in the struggle. It's beauty in the struggle. I said I wouldn't trade it for the world. I said I wouldn't trade you for the world. It's beauty in the struggle. It's beauty in the struggle. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I said I wouldn't trade you for the world. It's beauty in the struggle. You're now tuned in to Smoking Rhymes with Rexy45. Yeah! Be sure to check me out November 12th as we come to discuss some future upcoming projects as well as The 90s Tape, which is out now on SoundCloud. The 90s Tape Volume 1 by Prophet, a.k.a. Percussion. Make sure you download it. There's a link in the description box. Shout out to everyone who's a part of the process and continue to show me love. I appreciate y'all. Hey yo, smoking rhymes. We here, Rexy forty five. You the man. One love. Yeah. I've been troubled and puzzled and 
everything coming out my mouth is hot. It's like cooking hollow toasts in a melting pot. And when times get drastic, I flex like plastic. Now my enemies all asleep in the casket. Only when I access my defense tactics. Otherwise, I'd like to influence the masses. I'm going for the top. The pace is very rapid. Looking for the pinnacle just so I can pass it. Looking for your girl because I'm who she want to crash with. Then I'm looking for her just so I can smash it. Profit got this a master of classics. Like poison ivy, I'm always doing the rash shit. I came up from the bottom to the top. Underestimated, so the pressure made me pop. Now I rock nonstop and drop these hot rocks. I'm cooking up crack when I boil your water in an ice cold glass. Think of that. You respect what I teach, cause I got a lot of class. I give it all I got to fulfill any task. My top's kinda screwed like the cap of a flask. Well scripted with gifted, terrific lyrics I'm pitching. So I'm hitting the mittens. Guess who's the catcher's position? All the people who listen. From the bat to the cap to the team in the back. I better stack my fast balls, can hit them. So I change it up with curveballs in the rhythm. The way I write is never wrong. Slick slide metaphors in every song. Quick fly medicine packed in my bong. Get lit when it's lit, lifted, and I'm gone. Uh, I'm known to stay high yeah. With or without herb, I sit in the sky Fact. No lie, real wild, and my style is mean One of the traits you take getting raised in the beans So gritty and live, even if you shut off All the power, the mic's too scared to cut off Keep snoozing, you're the one losing Cause I said it on the track like that, point proven Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show. That one right there was The Beautiful Decay by Prophet, a.k.a. Percussion. And as you heard, he'll be on the Smoking Rhyme Show November uh, November 12th. So definitely keep locked so you can hear about that 90s mixtape and the projects he's working on. Before that was Tax, Beauty in the Struggle. Uh, we're going to get Tax on as well. We're going to have uh, lots of artists. And I say artists generally, but we're going to have poets on musicians on artists and folks that are doing some stuff um whether you're a curator at a museum or a a a space or if you're running an election running for some office somewhere someone um i'm gonna pay some bills and we'll be back with more smoking rhymes Did you know breast cancer kills 113 people every day? That's unacceptable. African-American women die from breast cancer, nearly 41% more than Caucasian women. That's unacceptable. Breast cancer is the leading cause of all cancer deaths for Hispanic women. Breast cancer is unacceptable. Together with Susan G. Komen, we're committed to reducing U.S. breast cancer deaths by half. And we're going to do it by 2026. Visit Komen.org slash unacceptable. Alexa, find pizza shops. There are three pizza shops nearby. (laughs) She can do that from the Escape? Dad, Ford plus Alexa can do that and so much more. The Ford Escape with available Ford plus Alexa app. How Ford becomes America's best-selling brand. Best-selling claim based on 2017 calendar year sales. Available features mentioned. Requires available Sync 3 Apple version 2.2 or higher. Don't drive while distracted or while using handheld devices. Use voice controls. Certain Alexa functionality is dependent on smartphone and home technology. Amazon Alexa and all related logos are trademarks of Amazon.com Inc. or its affiliates. Are you or someone you love one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease. There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help you get started. 
Visit michaeljfox.org slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's trial participant pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org slash participant pack. Visit today. What is us? Us is a foundation. Us is the future. Us is a bond. But right now, that bond is free. And we need a place that could make it whole. From diabetes prevention to safety around water. The Y fills the gaps. And bridges our divides. But they can't do it without us. Support your local Y today. Because where there's a Y, there's an us. Read by members of the Y. The Y for a better us. Get Jigar. Man's never hot, fam. Welcome to the Smoking Rhyme Show on the all-new BD7FM, Rex 45 on the mic. Um, every Monday night, 10 p.m. to midnight, poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. And a little bit more. Like I was saying before the break, uh, starting next month, we're going to have some folks come in and um, chat it up. We're going to have some folks uh, on the Pot Cafe as well. And so, uh, you know... Just, uh, you know, add it to your favorites if you're listening online and if you're in your car or, or at home, uh, you know, just, you know, 87.7 on a dial. Make sure you just have it at preset um, and just listen 24-7. Good music. Good everything. Uh, you know, Boston zone. That's all I can say. Um, so I was talking about sports a little bit uh, with, with, with the fighting and stuff like that and how, um, you know... I, I, I don't want to come on and 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 and, and it's not, I guess it starts from the top down because even you know our our wonderful president tend to uh, just you know go straight off the top and, and say things and you know sometimes it doesn't it doesn't make sense and it's kind of same thing with um, some of these pundits and and commentators that talk and 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 want to tell other people what the appropriate punishment is for their action um, like who are they. Or who am I to tell someone what their punishment should be? Um, you know, in a court of law, I suspect we, we have laws that tells you that. But when people just come and speak their opinion and, and, and say, oh, that punishment is not enough uh, for what they did. And that's your opinion. It's not a fact. I mean, who are you? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, who are you um, to tell someone else w- what is enough? Um, I, mean, I think we like to maybe as human beings, we like to think that. I don't know. Uh, I try not to think like that because uh, I'm 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 no different than anyone else. So you know, if if you do me wrong, I don't like it. Uh, I really don't care what happens to you. I'm just you know I'm just gonna put my hands in my pocket and 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 you know kick a rock and whistle, and not worry about it. Um, rather than saying you have to you know do a hundred jumping jacks, fifty sit ups, and 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 you know lose a hand or something like that, and then everything is okay. You know, so these guys that, you know, saying, you know, you know, Chris Paul shouldn't should be, you know, suspended for this many games. Rondo should be suspended for this many games. And this person should be suspended for this many games. And since and and since that didn't happen and, you know, I, I, you know it's a poetry show. Right. So I don't want to talk about sports too much, but I'm a fan. Um, but there's a commissioner and 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 and, and, and you know, he, he made the rule. He told them what they, he, he said what they were going to get punished for. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. But you, you can't come out and just say, oh, well, that's not right. But I, I think as human beings, we tend to do that. We tend to um, want to feel like somebody has to suffer X amount for you to feel better. Uh, instead of just feeling better. You know what I mean? Because life is short. 
And and if you if you can't feel better until you know somebody's punished, then I don't I don't I don't know what to tell you. I mean that that that's 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 you know I I think you probably need to talk to somebody. So that's my gripe with that. And and any person that's trying to tell someone else um, what is fit and what what's not. I mean you know we have laws in place so we all can get along and 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 not necessarily be living in the wild wild west, right? So uh, that makes sense. But when 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 you you hear, I mean it doesn't matter what it is. In all honesty, these days. Uh, you hear people come out and, 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 and speak their opinion and try to tell other people, well, this is what you have to go through. I even heard, uh, I mean, I even heard, you know, you have folks who have lost their jobs because of stuff they've done. And now they're trying to get back into the workplace and make money. And you have folks saying, uh, well, it's too soon for them to be coming back. What do you mean it's too soon? If they, if they need to make money, they need to make money. Um, and if somebody hires them, somebody hires them. It's not it's, it's not up to me to tell somebody, well, you can't go back to work right now because what you did was so bad that you, you shouldn't make any money uh, until because I'm pretty sure if you look in everyone's closet, there's something that somebody can be punished for. So it's 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 ridiculous for, for folks to sit on the sidelines and, 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 and try to impose their opinion on other people as if I don't know, as if. You know, they're God or somebody or, 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 or period. I mean, there's anybody else. I mean, human beings are human beings. I don't look at I don't I don't put people on pedestals. I, I don't I don't care how much money you make. Uh, maybe it's the Jamaican in me. I don't know. But like, I don't go stir crazy when I see people. And if you have a lot of money, I don't care if you're if you're homeless. I treat you the same way as if you got a lot of money. I don't I don't you know, I'm not one to be like, oh, well, they have a lot of money. So they have power or they have something over me or something. No, you're just a regular person. That's just, that's just how I look at it. And the music stopped and we get some more poetry. I am on my soapbox a little earlier than I'd like to be. But, you know. Why not? This one right here is called Repetition by Phil K. My mother taught me this trick. If you repeat something over and over again, it loses its meaning. For example, homework, 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 homework. See, nothing. Our lives, she said, are the same way. You watch the sunset too often, it just becomes 6 p.m. You make the same mistake over and over. You'll stop calling it a mistake. If you just wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. One day you'll forget why. Nothing is forever, she said. My parents left each other when I was seven years old. Before their last argument, they sent me off to the neighbor's house. Like some astronaut jettisoned from the shuttle. When I came back, there was no gravity in our home. I imagined it as an accident. But when I left, they whispered to each other, I love you, so many times over that they forgot what it meant. Family, 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 family. My mother taught me this trick. If you repeat something over and over again, it loses its meaning. This became my favorite game. It made the sting of words evaporate. Separation, 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 see? Nothing, apart, 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 see? Nothing. I'm an injured handyman now. I've worked with words all day. Shut up. I know the irony. When I was young, I was taught that the trick to dominating language was breaking it down, convincing it that it was worthless. I love you. 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 See? Nothing. Soon after my parents' divorce, I developed a stutter. Fate is a cruel and efficient tutor. There is no escape in stutter. You can feel the meaning of every word 
drag itself up your throat's separation. Stutter is a cage made of mirrors. Every what do you say? Every just take your time. Every come on, kids, spit it out. Is a glaring reflection of an existence you cannot escape. Every awful moment trips over its own announcement again and again and again until it just hangs there in the center of the room. As if what you had to say had no gravity at all. Mom, Dad, I'm not wasteful with my words anymore. Even now, after hundreds of hours practicing away my stutter, I still feel the claw of meaning in the bottom of my throat. Listen to me. I've heard that even in space, you can hear the scratch of an I, 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 I love you. This piece is called My Mother's Belly. The bread of her waist, a loaf I would knead with eight-year-old palms sweaty from play. My brother and I marveled at the ridges and grooves, how they would summit at her navel, how her belly looked like a walnut, how we were once seeds that resided inside. We giggled, my brother and I, when she would recline on the couch, lift her shirt, let her belly spread like cake batter in a pan. It was as much a treat as licking the sweet from electric mixers on birthdays. The undulating of my mother's belly was not a shame she hid from her children. She knew we came from this. Her belly was a gift we kept passing between us. It was both hers, of her body, and ours for having made it new, different. Her belly was an altar of flesh built in remembrance of us, by us. What remains of my mother's belly resides in a container of ashes I keep in a closet. Every once and again, I open the box, sift through the fine crystals with palms that were once eight, fill the grooves and ridges that do not summit now, but rill through fingers. Granules so much more salt than sweet today. And yet, still I marvel at her once body, even in this form, say, I came from this. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Emma Levitt. I am gallery manager and curator at the Dorchester Art Project, which is a community art space in Fields Corner. And I'm coming on Smoking Rhymes with Rexy45 on November 19th, 11 p.m. Catch it. You are listening to the Smoking Rhymes show. Got big things going on, Smoking Rhymes. We're going to be having fun up until few weeks before Christmas, and then we'll start again in January after all the traveling and the holiday uh, fun is over. 
Um, we're going to get to know some cool poets, some really cool musicians and artists. Uh, the artist part is going to be interesting because um, with, uh, with poets and musicians, you can hear their stuff. With, with, with artists, it's going to be tricky because you won't be able to see it on radio. But we'll figure out something so you can, um, at least if you close your eyes, we will, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a good description of something so you can visualize it or something to that effect. Maybe put on some, um, some meditation music of sorts and, and, and make that happen and, um, you know, and, and, and do that. And, and like I said, we're going to have uh, uh, some, some folks that are doing some really cool things in, in community, regardless if it's in Boston or anywhere else in the world for that matter. Because uh, they're, they're folks that are doing really good things in life, uh, not just the bad stuff that we tend to hear on the news um, or sometimes fixate on because negative energy likes negative energy and that's not good. So we're going to bring you some positive stuff. I'm still going to get on my soapbox and, and, and talk about some of this negative things. Like, you know, I'm still, you know, talking about driving. It's, it's been like years probably and, 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 and I'm still doing that. And um, so, you know, that's that that's where, it, you know, that's 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 probably where it is. But, it, it, you know, as I said a few weeks ago, we're we're, we're the worst um, city in the country for driving. And, and, and I pleaded with you with you all to see if we can fix that. And um, I don't see that. I was driving today. And I still don't see uh, anyone trying. I don't see anyone, uh, you know, it, 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 everyone should follow motorcycle racing because you'll learn a lot about um, what it means to go slow and why you would go slow. And if we're both fighting for the same piece of territory or space, we have to, we're going to go slow and we don't own the space. So if we want to go fast, one of us have to let the other person go. But if we if we're both going for the same space, we're going to have to slow down. And that means we're slowing everyone else down. This is kind of how it works. So, you know, if if there's two lanes and it's merging into one lane, uh, you know, if a car's on the left, go car on the right, go vice versa, that type of thing. If 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 you're trying to be if all the cars on the left is trying to go, uh, then people on the right are going to start getting impatient and they're going to push and they're going to slow you down. This is, this is common sense stuff to me. I don't know. Um, but if it's not, I'm just saying if you're at an intersection or you're getting it like, you know, it, it, it's, 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 it's okay to share. I mean, it is really, it is. Um, because it makes life easier for everyone. I mean, you know, I, I get, you don't want to let 10 cars go and you're still there. That does that, that doesn't work and if you but I, I think you should at least let one or two go um, and for the folks that you know will see a red light and you know barrel down and block intersections or, or stop people from cutting across or doing whatever like I mean, I mean just think about this for a second you know what, what exactly are you, are, you, are you where are you going what are you gaining um, if there's a red light you can't go anywhere or if there's traffic in front of you you can't go anywhere so why not let the person come out they didn't do anything to you, um, but you know some folks. Um, I don't know. It's just I don't know. I, I don't want to say you don't have love in your heart or anything like that or or whatever the case may be. But I don't understand why people block intersection and then they look the other way as if they're invisible or something like that. Like they they got that that, that invisible cloak from like, Harry Potter or something like that. I mean seriously. Um, 
You know, it, it, it doesn't make any sense. And, you know, if, if you're driving like a like an a-hole, um, but yet you're out there uh, protesting for for good, I, I don't know how you don't realize what you're doing. You know, I'm just saying, um, if, you, if, you, if, you know, I heard a long time ago, there's no future in fronting. So, you know, if, if, if you're going to live that way, then be that way. Um, but, you know, we have to share the road. We have to share oxygen. We have to share a lot of things in, this, in the world. Uh, so it's not like we can just, you know, be, you know, be barbarians or something like that. It, it doesn't make any sense. The music's about to stop, and I'm going to get in some more music. This one right here is Leeches uh, by Smooth J. Uh, we're going to get him back on. Uh, we had him on last year. Uh, this, is, this, is, this is a guy that's... He's very confident in his lyrical skills that he doesn't swear uh, in his music. And and that's a beautiful thing because, you know, the English language got lots of words, well over 600,000 words. So one does not have to swear when they write poetry and or music or books or whatever you're writing. Uh, this one is Leeches. My pocket, that's another band. Chef J, yeah, I'm really like it since the institute. I've been flipping pins. Corners, hotty, fans, and walkie talkie. So I got a whip, baby, me, no walkie. Off the henny, and I'm never sloppy. If they play the tunes, I'm a Jabberwocky. Come collect it, bro, had it on them. I ain't even know what they some road runners. Been saucy like my girl, bossy. If she say she love me, pray she never cross me. Off the rip, no, I never stutter. Can't believe it's smooth, and he's not butter. Say you hungry, and there's food in front of you. But we greedy, baby, it might take it from you. Yeah, yeah, pulled up, can't deny, yeah, they know us Then my thing, I don't need no leeches, ain't no piggybacks when it shows up Make it count, even slow bucks, bet it feels nice when it folds up Couple people try to do me dirty, but it ain't a thing when it shows up Yeah, yeah, pulled up, can't deny, yeah, they know us Then my thing, I don't need no leeches, ain't no piggybacks when it shows up Make it count, even slow bucks, bet it feels nice when it folds up Couple people try to do me dirty, but it ain't a thing when it shows up. Broski told me come around the way, and we chop it up every time we link. Know you busy out here trying to get it, you ain't seen your dogs for a couple days. Told my baby I'ma buy your bundles, but my phone's broke, I'm playing 2K. Come out here just to get employed, but I came home with the juice fade. All black like I'm Bruce Wayne, and to top it off with a socks hat. D-man back at SC, he was shaking Shane with the combat. Talking moolah, then I'm getting to you, kick it like I'm Lupe and we on backs. Wendy City with a 20-piece, tell the man in charge, I need all flats. Calvin Cambridge from the three-line with some tennis shoes and some felines. Bro with me, he a real baller, sticking to the script, that's tea time. Haunt me less, I don't respond to threats for no given reason, charge it to the chest. Volume one, I'm a street baller with a little fro, call me baby stretch. Yeah, yeah, pulled up. Can't deny, yeah, they know us. Then my thing, I don't need no leeches, ain't no piggybacks when it shows up. Make it count, even slow bucks, bet it feels nice when it folds up. Couple people try to do me dirty, but it ain't a thing when it shows up. Jeez. 
listening to Smoking Rhymes on all new B87 FM. My name is Rex45. I'm on the mic 10 p.m. to midnight. Poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. Uh, give me a shout, 617-440-8777. That one right there was Leeches by Smooth J. It is time for the Pot Cafe. So in news in Boston, um, which has really got me sideways, um, but check it out. Recently, Massachusetts Cannabis Control Commission debated on the merits of licensing so-called social consumption venues or cannabis cafes. Proponents say Cannabis Cafe will give tourists and rental tenants whose leases ban smoking a legal place to use a legal product uh, and help cut down on the nuisance of people smoking in public parks or on the sidewalk. Smoking outside in public is illegal in Massachusetts and is punishable by a $100 fine, but enforcement is minimal at the moment. In February, when the agency was preparing to finalize its rules, a chorus of critics, including Governor Charlie Baker and Attorney General Maura Healey, spoke up. They said social consumption business would encourage overconsumption of marijuana and lead to more people driving under the influence. And they argued the commission should focus its limited resources on opening core operations such as cultivation facilities and retail shop shops. The commission ultimately decided to postpone the licensing social consumption and delivery business until February 2019. However, the agency's five commissioners also voted to debate the issue again in October after its staff had worked on proposals to address specific concerns such as ventilation, overconsumption, and driving under the influence. And they agree that if the commission does authorize social consumption and delivery, those licenses will only be available to small businesses and participants in the state's marijuana industry equity program. Other bigger operations will have to wait as long as five years before they can apply. Under the state law, social, social, uh, social consumption licenses are banned by default at the local level. Cities and towns have to opt in by holding a community-wide referendum on whether to allow cannabis cafe within their borders. The vote needs to take place during the biannual state election, such as the one happening in November and in 2020. To trigger such a vote, someone needs to get at least 10% of the municipality's voters to sign a petition supporting social consumption. The petition the law says, must conform to the provisions of the general law relating to initiative uh, petitions at the municipal level. And there's a problem. Massachusetts law does not have any such provisions. With the exception of a small handful of cities that permits those vote under certain charters or special act of legislature. There is no process under the state law for citizens to bring forward initiative petitions at the local level. So according to the Office of Massachusetts Secretary of State, Bill Gavin, Galvin, who's up for re-election, uh, overseas elections, cities and towns have no legal way to authorize social consumption. And that's a big problem, right? That is a very big problem. 
Um, I, I'm not quite sure why uh, Charlie Baker and our Attorney General will go that way. And I will use alcohol um, as the perfect example because there's lots of uh, bars and restaurants that sell alcohol and no one is worried about driving under the influence. I mean, how do we deal with that? And if you can deal with that, then you can deal with people smoking. And and, and I will tell you, uh, there's a big difference between drinking and smoking. Uh, personally, I, 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 I know that personally. So, I you know, if, if you can have go to a bar and, and have a drink, and I got to assume the governor is knowing that some people are getting in their car, right? They're not assuming everybody that's leaving the bar is getting in, in, a, in, in a ride or getting a ride or getting on public transportation. Uh, I think they can figure this out. I'm not quite sure why, why they use this as, as an example because it's not a very good one. Um, and, 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 and that's the problem. I am going to get into some more music because I can be on that soapbox forever. Uh, we have elections coming up in another week or two. Um, so please pay attention and, and, and make your choice wisely. This next one is by Nice Eyes. It's called Watching. Ceiling. Race car, I'm peeling. Shorty, she loving the feeling. 
I can't help it, this myself, I know the kids appealing. I'm a boss, I take a loss and I don't even feel it. I got niggas coming up and they ain't even changed. Gonna pour it up, I getting paid. Put time in my lines, I do this every day. Ain't words no more, I live this life you can't obtain. Dance popping, watch me get more. Shorty hanging around the spot, now watch her get low.
Hey, yo, it's Prophet, a.k.a. Percussion. You're now tuned in to my guy, my man, Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes, coming at you live and direct. Yeah. Back in Oklahoma, my friend Jason, like a lot of us, didn't really have much. Just a smile and a lot of bad jokes. He walked down the hallways telling them, and we would laugh along a devoted choir, but you see, colleges never gave scholarships for smiles. And Jason was not any good at math, so he took up science, or cooking, or however you're comfortable saying, he started making meth. I hear he lost things in this order. It went job, family, teeth. His smile is a keyboard. It is important to know that he is still smiling. A few years ago, somebody told me that Meth never really happened in places that mattered, like towns scattered across Oklahoma, New Mexico, and Nebraska are just unfortunate circumstances. Like, I got family members on the sidelines just waiting to be graveyard filler. You see, politicians slept a lot easier when they decided that it's not a meth problem. This is what we call meth culture, but my culture is small town. My culture is dirt road. My culture is the furthest thing from destroying ourselves. About four Christmases ago, we had dinner. Jason could barely wheeze out his favorite jokes. He had as many hairs as he did teeth. I laughed along to let him know that someone was still listening. A week after I left, he turned his house into a thunderstorm. Nearly blew up half of our block. Now he lived, but his skeletons were parading from the closet. The town started averting his, their eyes, thinking of him as some walking nightmare. And if that's the case, then what am I for never trying to wake him up? You see, if you're a celebrity dressed in cocaine in a hotel room, they'll think about the life you could have had. If you're a small town kid that gets the title meth head, they're going to close the casket before you stop breathing. They like to talk about Jason in the past tense. They don't know that he's been clean for almost a fucking five years. His smile is a keyboard. I told you it's important to know that he's still smiling because he knows that even the most used pianos can still play a song. I learned that grief will humble you that there's not enough success in the world to make you forget that your loved ones are dead. I know that I've been an asshole to all of my friends since my brother died. That there's a girl in Detroit named Sharice that I hadn't talked to in three years prior to the night he was murdered, and she still showed up to the crime scene before his body was even removed from the concrete. She drank her liver into the darkest of holes and listened to the song Drunk in Love with Me for 56 days straight, and the first time I felt well enough to go outside sober and sleep in the dark again, I stopped answering her phone calls. Sharice, if you're listening, I'm sorry. Even though there's a good fucking excuse for it, I know sometimes we become the haunted and the hunter, the monster that we are running from and the monster that we are becoming. I know that your phone has been ringing nonstop since the overdose, since your mother passed, since your relapse, since the surgery, since your lover left, since the very moment it all happened and you've been hitting the ignore button and telling yourself that nobody cares about you. And I get it. Grief 
is more contagious than joy. It is much easier to share sadness than it is to be responsible for making someone else happy. Easier to hand our baggage to the people we love than move through the world freely. It's the reason I sat in my car and cried when I found out Sharice was pregnant instead of sending her a congratulations message. It's the reason I left my mother at home to mourn the death of her only son while I went out on the road to perform poem for strangers because hurt people, hurt people is so damn cliche but true because you know that you can't be held accountable for anything you do under the influence of grief and that you can blame anything on the dead so you do. You become the excuse and the excused, the burning building and the fire expecting to be rescued and left alone until you are left alone, until you can no longer blame your behavior on your pain, until you have to be good to your friends again, until you have to send apologies years later, until you hear someone that you love tell you that, you can't, that they can't forgive you and you feel success and empty in the same body until you are humbled, until you realize that you are not the only one, that we are all hurting, and as a result, hurting each other until you learn to be humble, until you learn to be grieving and also be gracious, until you learn that this shit was never just about you. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show on all UB87 FM. That one right there was T. Miller. Grace and Grief Before that Was um, Christopher Gibson Piano Man Um, All you poets out there Wannabe poets Um, It's the season for Trying to make a slam team So for those that's been in it They already know that For people that are considering Writing and and want to write. Um, now's the time to go out and hit some open mics, and you know, see 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 where it's at. I'm a firm believer, as I said at the top of the first hour. Uh, I'm a doer. I don't really like to watch stuff. Uh, I'd rather be doing the stuff. I you know, I race a motorcycle. I we're on the air. I read poetry. I um, I occasionally listen to poetry, um, but mostly I like to go out and read my poetry. Um, I like to do stuff. I like to live. And so if you're considering writing poetry, you should. And um, if you write, you might as well share it. I wouldn't be concerned too much if you are good or not, because I can trust me. If you if you if you wherever you are in the world, if you put in a search for uh, local poetry venues and, and, and go check one out, I'm pretty sure you'll hear some people and you'll be like, I can do that. I can do that. So I am a firm believer of the doing. So if you like poetry or if you like writing, and just do it. Um, there's all type of different type of poetry and styles, but there's also, you know, just a freeform style. So essentially you can write one word and you can call that a poem. You can write 10 words and call that a poem. You can write 100 words and call that a poem. So uh, at the end of the day, there's no rules. Uh, but there's some... Templates, for lack of a better word, that you can you can you can you can follow if you want to, but you don't have to. I would say just go do it. Um, you know, it took me a while to 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 get on stage and 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 share my stuff. And once I did, I I, I probably should have done it five years sooner, maybe even sooner than that. 
So all I'm just saying is if you think you're bad at it or if you think, you know, whatever whatever negative thought you have about it, uh, just, you know, sweep it under the rug. Just go out there and just do it. Uh, eventually you will get better. And you probably are better than what you think you are anyway. So um, and, I, and you'll have fun at it. Um, poetry venues generally are warm and very inviting and very supportive. So it's, it's the type of place you actually can go and, and feel really comfortable at. Uh, so you should do it. Um, but like I said earlier, there's, there's uh, folks that are preparing for the get on slam team so they can compete next year and stuff like that. Uh, so there's definitely a this is now a good time to go out there and check it out. Uh, like I said, I don't like really listening to other people's poem, uh, even though I'm playing poems on the show and I listen to poems to play on the show. Generally, uh, I'm not a fan of just going to sit down and, and listen. I prefer to be going up on stage and reading. But that's just me because I prefer to be reading. Now, now, if I didn't prefer that, I probably would just sit back and listen. But I, that's like most things in life, though. I, I, I prefer to do it. You know, when I was talking about sports and, and, and stuff like that, I prefer to go be in the moment than, than to watch someone else be in their moment. Because it's not the same. It, it's, it's just not. And, 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 and I know that that might sound bad for some folks who, who are, um, you know, who like doing that, like going to games and like doing, like doing all that stuff. I, I know it sounds bad, but I don't know. Living is so much better and doing is so much better than just sitting there. But what do I know? At some point, maybe I'll just sit there and listen like I'm about to do because the music has stopped. But this song I'm about to play, it's actually one of my favorite songs by one of my favorite artists. I remember when I heard this artist for the very first time and, and, I, and I knew this guy was going to be a big hit. And I remember saying to my nephew um, that this this guy was going to be a big hit. And he has been. Um, this one right here is Take Myself Away by the one and only Sizzla. Woo! You're still taking what's not yours. Greedy though you got more Switching on me now, snitching on me now Picking up dirty attitudes What's your future then I'm not sure Now you lurk on every corner Trying to make a dollar from them quarters Thought you were my friend, give an helping hand Prove to be my enemy, I can't even trust anyone I've got to take myself away From all these things that hurting me I've got to make my life so free Seems you don't want Nothing good for real. I've got to take myself away from all these things that's hurting me. I've got to make my life so free. Seems you don't want nothing good for real. I waste no time on you. Now behaving yourself up in a crime on you. Now there's a fine in you. Now tell me what you're gonna do. Willing to help or not to when you deceive. Stupid things I do, I just can't believe. Seems you don't know what you really need. Thank you, remember life carries its own speed. I was there to motivate you. Seems you don't appreciate it. What is it that generates you to do the bad things I do? I really hate it. I've got to take myself away from all these things that's hurting me. I've got to make my life so free. Seems you don't want nothing good for real. 
I've got to take myself away from all these things that's hurting me. I've got to make my life celebrate. Yes, you don't want me ever sell you good right. The world is getting dangerous. Sickness and disease are very contagious. All these bad things happening just saying for us. Dad, help us out. Can you pray for us? I've got to protect my life. I've got to love myself. Oh, my heart cries within me. Love and respect, that's what you should be giving me. When you hate each other, you don't know what you're doing to me. If I allow this corruption, it's only ruining me. I've got to take myself away from all these things that's hurting me. I've got to make my life so free. Seems you don't want nothing good for real. I've got to take myself away from all these things that's hurting me. I've got to make my life so free. Seems you don't want nothing good for real. To motivate you, seems you don't appreciate it. What is it that generates you to do the bad things you do? I really hate it. I've got to take myself away from all these things that's hurting me. I've got to make my life so free. Seems you don't want nothing good for real. I've got to take myself away from all these things that's hurting me. I've got to make my life so free. Seems you don't want nothing good for real. I've got to take myself away from all these things that's hurting me. I've got to make my life so free. Seems you don't want nothing good for real.
would be a liar. Hotter than them yellow, you a frequent flyer. No for them salt need more than prayer. You made the money, better spin like a propeller. Cuter than Barbie, so me call a Cinderella. Rule of the purple years with the Cinderella. Why fat home, but tonight we left together. Listen to Smoking Rhymes on all new B87 FM. My name is Rex45. I'm on a mic, 10 p.m. to midnight. Poetry, music, and some cannabis talk. Oh, man, we're already into the second hour. It does fly fast. And before Mashi Word, looking good, girl. Shout out to Mashi Word, anyway, you there. Uh, before that was Sizzla, Take Myself Away. Uh, who's been in this thing for a very long time, making some really good music, and uh, I'm a fan. Um, give me a shout, 617-440-8777. Tell me what you think about the um, the cold, because it is very cold in, in, in Boston, um, ridiculously cold, so uh in october i mean it's october and 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 i'm and, and i'm i'm almost ready to pull out my like my my you know 10 below jacket essentially i'm ready like this is cold i mean it's either you see that you have on like five layers of small jackets so you just put on the big dog i mean that's how i feel like you know like that like that that um jada kiss and Ghostface song you know i'm running down the street like i got bears on me um i'm trying to keep warm like that fur um yeah there we have it um in other news uh last week in 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 um harvard university is is uh in the courts right now um they're being sued by asian americans uh for discrimination and that's a big deal um because harvard is saying hey we're not doing anything wrong and Asian Americans are saying, "Hey, you're doing something wrong." Um, that's kind of tricky, and because I, I've been kind of reading through it, and um, it, I, I, I'm not, I'm not going to pick a side because it's not a side to pick on. Because I mean, you know, for any, you know, I've applied. I've always said I've never had trouble getting jobs or getting work, right? Um, I don't, as far as back as I can remember, um, I've never had a problem getting jobs. And not to say, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. There's an employer that decided not to hire me because of the color of my skin. But I didn't know that. I didn't feel that. I didn't sense that. I mean, you know, I don't get a response from every um, position I apply for, and. Um, 
or a school. I mean, well, whatever school I wanted to go to, I got in. So I never had to really worry about that either. Uh, so it's kind of it's kind of tough. Um, I know I know folks apply apply to a lot of schools and they get into some and they don't. Um, and I don't we don't know what the reasons are. So it's, it, that's the part that's tricky uh, because not everyone's going to get every job they apply to. Not not everyone's going to get into the schools they apply to. Uh, from Harvard's standpoint, they, they the numbers they say are pretty good as far as the Asian Americans they they allow in. Um, but the Asian Americans that, that didn't get in are saying, "Hey, that's not a good thing." So you know, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 it's very tricky. Um, I'm you know it, the case is still going on, so we don't know what it's going to be. I don't know even know what what Harvard would do if they if they found um, that they're in violations of this. Uh, because there's going to be a lot of folks that, you know, there's only certain numbers of seats, period. I don't care what color the skin you are. There's only a certain number of seats, regardless if it's employment, education, or even getting on a plane. So, I don't know. It, 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 I don't have an opinion on it yet because I don't. I don't have enough information to, to have an opinion. Um, if, if, if Harvard is saying they're not doing this, they, they're looking. And I read through uh, a little bit of what's going on. And it, it 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 seems like it's not just a, it's not cut and dry. There's a lot of different criterias that that come into play to accept a student. But you know, from the stats, there's there's a, there's, a, there's a good amount of Asian American students that are are getting into Harvard. Um, but it sucks if you don't get in. So I understand that too. Um, and nobody likes doesn't like to not get into the place they want to. Uh, and Harvard is, uh, hey, they've, they've, you know, they've not always done well for everyone. So, uh, like other schools across this country, and maybe even in the world for that matter, and it's just, just a, that's the bottom line. Um, but I think if this ruling f- goes with the Asian Americans, I think it's going to be a problem for African Americans. Um, and, and, and affirmative action and, 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 and how, you know, kids get into school and stuff like that. I, I that's just my opinion. I have no proof of that. But somebody, there's only a certain amount of seats. So if, if, if you got to rob Peter to pay Paul, I'm just saying, like, somebody's going to lose out somewhere. That's just the way it is. And that's life in general. You know, you, you know, you can look at two basketball players, two football players, two musicians, two radio hosts, uh, whatever the case may be, not everyone's going to get the job. Not everyone's going to get into whatever they want to do. Some people are going to be disappointed. And, and that's life, I think. Um, and like I said earlier, I don't, like jobs I haven't gotten, I don't know the reason why I didn't get those jobs. And I don't care about those reasons because I got a job and, 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 and I have no complaints about it. So I don't know. But maybe they were. And maybe maybe they say, hey, I'm not going to hire this guy because he's, He's black or, or short or or, or, or or too smart or whatever the case may be. Who knows? Um, so it, it, it's, it is a fine line. And, and if this does happen, I think it will uh, change how schools uh, admit people. And at the end of the day, like I said, there's not seats for everyone. So somebody's going to miss out somewhere along the line. That's just life. And that is life. You know, it, it, we're, we're, you know, I, like I've always said on the show, like not everybody's going to get what they want, but hopefully most people can get a little bit of what they want because we're not. We, we have to share. So that means we all got to take a little bit of a, a little loss. 
um, a little bit. I mean, I, I don't, I can't, I can't see us in in this world if we're not all sac- making sacrifices. Um, so that's a big deal. You listen to the Smoke and Rhyme show. I can go on, but I will not. I'm gonna play one of my favorite. Not, I wouldn't say favorite poets, but I like her a lot. Um, and she's local to Boston, and she's part of the, the Haley House. I'm going to try to get down there this week and, and, and check out what they have going on down there. Um, I call her Portia O. This one is Ode to My Mouth. And listen to this. This is a very clever poem, very clever poem, and she's pretty dope. Um, so check her out wherever you are in the world. Ode to My Mouth. Mouth. A basket, mouth, give, 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 mouth eager, mouth silent, mouth a river, a lake say, give me what mine is, mouth a house, house got a family of eight that like to stay up late and talk, mouth play dominoes, mouth curse, mouth pray, Mouth come from my mama mouth, my mama mouth big. Mama mouth don't stop moving, mama mouth run off. Mouth hungry, got teeth. Mouth eat, mouth black, mouth dark. It got a regurgitating history. Mouth heard too much, now it don't know how to shut itself. Mouth wide, mouth a train. Mouth coming for who coming. Mouth say you can't have all this gutter, all this non-publishable. Mouth say so, so. So, so say salt, salt mouth a rifle, mouth bang bang, mouth cool, mouth got cool words falling out itself and landing in between white people's cheeks, mouth on fleek, mouth hip, mouth finesse, million dollar mouth, mind drawn, stay outside my mouth, mouth dig you a place to lay, mouth bury you sweet sugar cane, mouth hold you tight, wrap you around its smut. Mouth squeeze, mouth choke, mouth fat hole, swallow you, swallow you, swallow you, gone. Hey yo, it's Prophet, aka Percussion. You're now tuned into my guy, my man, Rexy45 on Smoking Rhymes, coming at you live and direct. Yeah. As a child, I was always into building things. Backyard clubhouses that only a select few could enter, elaborate maze-like forts. My room was almost always deeply hidden in the back. I've gotten good with these hands. Some days, some days, y'all, I think it's all in the blood. See, my grandfather, my grandfather repaired pianos for a living. He could not play them very well, but it was his job to make them sound pretty. I love a woman the same way he fixed pianos. Before the music, somewhere between silence and sound, my hands, a sonata of questions, her body, all the right answers, beautiful, then slow, then all of a sudden, like moonlight, she says she loves the way I use these hands. The times I've massaged her back as if her spine was the only prayer I'd ever need. When I've played in her hair and found freedom in her locks. When I've held her gently beneath her jawline and kissed her mouth as if her smile was a winning lottery ticket. Listen, my father, my father said, as he always did when I was a child, that he would come pick me up. 
I waited outside for hours. Watch the sun go dim. I'm still not sure if I'm talking about the star in the sky or myself. I've never been able to trust anyone since. I love like a Brinks armor truck. I move around like people are only trying to get close enough to exploit my flaws. I pushed everyone out. I have close friends who've never seen the insides of my apartment. Long-term girlfriends who my family members don't even know their names. See, recently, recently I was diagnosed with depression. And there are days when my heart feels like it's swallowing itself. When the lonely feels like both the problem and the cure. No one has extra concern for the boy who seems like he has it all. So I smile big because I know how easy it distracts from the dark. And I just want someone to love me hardest when I least deserve it. Because those, those are usually the moments that I need it most. And now the love of my life just wants me to breathe. And honestly, I wish it were that easy. But most days, the drowning feels too much like a cool drink of water. And who am I to ask her to drown just to keep us afloat? But honestly, who am I not to when I love feels so much like breathing? It is a crumbling church house, still worthy of all the prayer. Do you have any idea what it's like to be absolutely in love with someone you think will leave you? To wake up every day thinking this, this, this is the day she realizes she's too good for me. So I pushed her out too. And she finally left. She had enough and I don't blame her. I would have left when I first saw the smoke. Wouldn't have waited for the entire house to burn to the ground. I don't know how to let her go. I'm still just the eight-year-old boy on the porch, just waiting. Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is Emma Levitt. I am gallery manager and curator at the Dorchester Art Project, which is a community art space in Fields Corner. And I'm coming on Smoking Rhymes with Rexy45 on November 19th, 11 p.m. Catch it. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhymes show. As you heard Emma say, my name is Rex45. I'm here every Monday night, 10 p.m. to midnight, unless I'm out of the state or not healthy, um, which has happened recently. Um, but I'm getting there. I'm almost there. Um, Probably in another few weeks or so, I have somewhat of a cool announcement to make, but I'm not going to do it right yet because I got to make sure the body's 100. Give me a shout, 617-440-8777. You know, check us out on the social front, the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, Snapchat, B87FM. Also, uh, Rexy45, 45 is spelled out. Uh, you can, you know, just put me in the search bar and you'll find me. Um... Javon Johnson building um, before that was Portia Ode to My Mouth. Uh, two dope poets, uh, national poets, international poets. Um, hopefully both of them will be on the show at some point and, and we'll see what what's going on in, in their world. Um, I'm a fan of both and their words are pretty cool and clever. So that's always a uh, it's always good. Um, I had a point to make, um, and, and, and it slipped my ta- thought with all this uh, when I was talking about um, Harvard versus um, Asian Americans. Oh, there you go. It, so it's, it's kind of interesting because so it's not Asians outside of the country that's that's protesting. It's Asian Americans. 
Um, so that's the part that's interesting. So it, it is, uh, and in, in, in other countries, people, if you're, if you're from, if you live in France, you're, you're, you're French. It's just, that's just the way it is. You're not like French something or something French. You just, that's just the way it is. But in America, we tend to be something American, um, if you're not white. Uh, and so it is, it is, it is, a, it is, a, uh, American Asians that have an issue, not non American Asians, uh, which I, I find kind of, again, it's kind of weird to me because, you know, but that's, 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 that's the point I wanted to make that, um, it, it is, it is only, um, Asian Americans that have a problem with this. Um, and, and that's, that, you know, so I, I miss a numbers game and, and there's a lot of categories and stuff like that, but I don't know if that should matter or not. Um, but apparently it does. Uh, I'm going to get into some more music. We're going to talk some more. we got the Pot Cafe coming up. Um, this next artist we're going to play, this is our very first time uh, playing the artist on our show. And um, hopefully we'll have her on and get to know her a little bit. The song is called Self Care 18. Her name is Red Shades. I don't wanna be here no more, wanna go in this ten past five, got my bags at the door. I don't, I don't wanna be here no more, wanna go in this ten past five, got my bags at the door. I got some days where I'm hustling, today I don't wanna do nothing. On Monday I'm gonna be something, but right now I can't even function. But right now I can't even function. Right now I can't even function. I got some days where I'm hustling, today I don't wanna do nothing. I got some days where I'm hustling. You know I got. Today I don't wanna do nothing. Nah. On Monday I'm gonna be something, but right now I can't even function. Right now I can't even function. Right now I can't even function. I got some days where I'm hustling. Today I don't wanna do nothing. Now I just finished my meeting. I wanna chill for the weekend. Plus I've been doing some thinking. My body been needing some treatment. My phone will be off. I ain't posting no pictures. Hate notifications. Ain't checking my mentions. My place should be clean, so I'm doing the dishes. My piece been neglected and need some attention my body dripping with oil Ooh. got curly cream for my coils Ooh. my crown i never ignore you i will do everything for you i'm cooking and mixing and whipping it fast i got some red wine that i sip out the glass i sprinkle crack on as i sit in the bath been good to my mental i swear that it has after my bath and my wine i've been feeling so fine so i'm drying my body my up body my up. hair dripping wet so i tied it up, tied it up. i'm kind of lit man wired up this is a given, don't need the applause. And y'all for the hashtag, but I'm for the cause. If we gonna be who we think that we are, then we need so care and right here's where it starts. Go. I got some days where I'm hustling. Today I don't wanna do nothing. On Monday I'm gonna be something. But right now I can't even function. But right now I can't even function. Right now I can't even function. I got some days where I'm hustling. Today I don't wanna do nothing. I got some days where I'm hustling. You know I got. Today I don't wanna do nothing. Nah. On Monday I'm gonna be something. But right now I can't even function. Right now I can't even function. Right now I can't even function. I got some days where I'm hustling. Today I don't wanna do nothing. Got some days feeling hurt, underpaid, overworked. It's a shame. And what's worse, I forget to put me first. But today isn't into it. Now that I'm into it, focus on balance. So don't take offense to it. Monday through Friday I'm grinding to get to it. My knees important, so put some respect to it. You can leave me if you got a problem. I could do it less. I'm all about survival. When I swear to God, I put this on the Bible. I will leave. Job, so keep your lousy ties. See my ratchet side, I get the popping bottles. In my business side, we'll plan and build a model that could kill your pride and won't nobody stop you. Put this hair aside, I'm still the queen without you. Shit gone. 
I got some days where I'm hustling. Today I don't wanna do nothing. On Monday I'm gonna be something. But right now I can't even function. But right now I can't even function. Right now I can't even function. I got some days where I'm hustling. Today I don't wanna do nothing. I got some days where I'm hustling. You know I got. Today I don't wanna do nothing. Nah. On Monday I'm gonna be something. But right now I can't even function. Can't. Right now I can't even function. Can't. Right now I can't even function. Can't. I got some days where I'm hustling. Today I don't wanna do nothing. No.
touch I give you everything we need to need You got to make your life mean something You got to put your best foot forward And make your life shine Greg Roy, that one is called You. Uh, before that was Red Shades. Um, check her out. Hopefully, like I said, we're going to have her on. We're going to have Greg Roy on as well. Uh, he he uh, plays in a couple of bands. He's a solo artist. Uh, he plays with, he he's the lead singer in Duppy Conquerors. They play out every Monday night. So that makes it tri- difficult because he's performing tonight. And as I'm doing the same thing. But nonetheless... With technology, we're going to make it work. Um, give me a shout, 617-440-8777. Um, send me an email, poetry at smokingrhymes.com. Drop the G in the word smoking, um, and I'll get that. And we have elections coming up um, in a few weeks. I believe it is November 4th is the day. I could be wrong about that, but I think it's pretty much the first week in November. If you're in Massachusetts, there's a big thing on question one about nurses and how many people they should be uh, taken care of within their shift. Uh, Some nurses are for it. Some nurses are against it. I did hear a poll on a different station that they, um, which is... (laughs) I always wonder about polls, right? Because I, I've been in, in this country for a very long time, and I've never gotten a call with a poll question. So I always wonder who they call. And in this, in in in, in the station I was listening to, they talked about you know forty five nurses are for it, forty five nurses are against it, the rest are undecided. But at the end of all of it, they say how many nurses they they talked, which is only like five hundred. And I'm just like, if you just interviewed 500 people, you shouldn't even be spitting numbers because there's a lot more nurses than that in this country. And, and it makes me wonder on a national level when you hear all these polls, if they're only uh, talking to 1,000 people or 10. I mean, there's over 340 million people in this country, right? Just to, just, and, and so if you're not talking to half of the people, you don't really have an accurate poll. But, he, but a lot of these places, they come out and, 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 they, and they spit it as if they are talking to the whole country. But they're not. And so that's my problem with this. And, you know, so I was in a hospital for nine days, right? And, you know, there are three shifts. And, and, and so I've got, I got my, and I was in, I was in ICU. So I was pretty jacked up, right? And, and I was, then I moved from ICU to the place that's after that. And, and so I, I, I got a chance to see the difference in care between ICU and non-ICU. And then just, in the different shifts that come in. Um, there definitely for, for sure there's some nurses that probably should be fired is, is, is my thought uh, while, while I was there because I, I didn't feel I was getting the care I needed. But then another shift would come in and a nurse would be very attentive. Now, I don't know how many other patients they're seeing, uh, but I assume regardless of the shift, 
uh, they get in the same amount. So it's really hard to sit here and tell someone uh, that you can't handle X amount of people just because. Because some people can and some people can't. It's just like some people can drive and some people can't. Some people can do a lot of things and some people can't. It's just the way it is. So it's it's not that easy. Um, because if you if if you if you have too few too fewer patients, then hospital prices are going to go up to cover the costs. But if you have too much, then care is going to go down. And it's not it's not it's not apples for apples because it really depends on the person. And 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 so I'm torn because in the ICU I felt overall. I got really good treatment except for the overnight and the place I went after that, which I forget the name of it. Um, it, it it's, it depends on the day. And, and, and that's the part that's, it, it, you know, I'm a firm believer of you always do the best of your ability, regardless of whatever it is that you're doing and regardless of how you feel about it. If you're a dishwasher, if you're flying a plane, if you're a teacher, doesn't matter. Because at the end of the day, all we have is our names. So I think one should always approach it to be the best they can. But, you know, I know that's not the case. I know there's some people that are just in it uh, for whatever the reason they're in it. Uh, I'm not, I'm not, I don't know. For whatever reason they're in it. So it, it, it's, it's, it's tricky. But I do believe that you should always give the best of your ability. And if you're doing that, then you can actually have an, if everyone is doing that, then I mean, I mean, and I shouldn't say the people that give bad care. Like I mean, you go into a store and you get lousy service. I think I was out on Friday uh, at some place with some friends, and and the service was awful, right? And from our standpoint, it's like they weren't doing a pretty good job. But maybe the person thought they were doing a really good job. So again, perception comes into play. So it's not as cut and dry as I would like. But one should always try to do the best of their ability. And if these nurses are doing the best of their abilities. Um, then there's going to have to be a limit of how many people they can see and how many things. So it just makes sense. Uh, but again, it has to be a fine line because, you know, cost comes into play. But November, you get the chance to make that decision. Uh, if you've never been in a hospital or... And, and it also depends, too, because if you go see your, your PCP, you know, they don't really... I mean, you're okay, Right. You're not it's not a number. You know, you're OK at that point. It's just a checkup. So it's different. You know what I mean? And and that's important as well, because in the emergency room, uh, ICU or outpatient or whatever, it's all a little different. You know, I, I have I've had surgery on my hand and the nurses, they're a little bit different. If they showed up 15 minutes later, I don't really care because I'm not in pain. You know, if I'm in pain, that's the only time I really want somebody to be able to make sure I get my meds. So it, it you know, it, it's, it, it, it does matter to a degree. But nonetheless, as 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 voters, we get a choice in it. And um, I don't know if I'm for or against it yet. I do want the best care possible for every person. And and so, uh, you know, if I look at uh, at, at schools, uh, you know, kids learn better with fewer uh, uh, students in the classroom. If you have a classroom of 15 kids, you learn a lot more than in a classroom of 22 or 25 or 27 kids or 30 kids. That's all I'm just saying. So fewer is always better. You will always get the best care because people can spend more time with that. But, you know, it, it, it's it's America and, 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 and it's supply and demand. So I get it. The music has stopped. I'm going to actually 
play one song that I like because I I, I I played a cover earlier by D Sharp and I'm gonna play another cover by this dude because um, it's pretty cool what he does and and then we're gonna get into the pot cafe. Welcome back to the Smoking Rhyme Show. My name is Rex45. That one I see you again, covered by D Sharp on the violin. Pretty dope, right? Give me a shout, 617-440-8777. So like I was saying earlier, uh, if you go to Canada, weed is legal. No matter if you're in Windsor, Ottawa, or anywhere else, Vancouver. I mean, just pick. Um, you can get Bud. The cool thing is this, like L.A., uh, domestic flyers on Canadian airlines will legally be allowed to carry up to 30 grams of cannabis. It's not bad. It's a lot. Uh, a statement from the transportation minister after the October 17th when the sale of recreational marijuana became legal in Canada. 
after the 52 to 29 votes supporting the motion passed the Senate, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, liberals, had made legalization recreation use of marijuana part of their successful 2015 election campaign, arguing the new law would keep cannabis out of the hands of underage users and reduce related crime. Canada will be the second country in the world to legalize the recreational use of marijuana following uh, this other country. As the first major economy of a fully legalized cannabis, Canada regulations rollout will be closely watched by the nations considering the same path. And by the global investors, which is there are a lot of global investors, actually, believe it or not, who have already poured billions into the Canadian marijuana firms. Give me a shout, 617-440-8777. So your gay is the other uh, country that's doing that. So it is, it's it's a, um, that's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, I think the U.S. should be on board with that. And um, at the moment, we're not. And we should be because uh, there are lots of U.S. companies on the Canadian stock exchange just buying, you know, buying stock in marijuana companies. Uh, That's a big deal because it's it's a gazillion dollar industry. Um, I think last week we we talked about, you know, in in like four weeks or whatever it was estimated to be, you know, like billions of dollars in profit. Um, I mean, you know, I don't understand it. So um, there you have it. That is the Pot Cafe. I could babble on, but I will not. I'm going to get some more poetry. This one is by Summer Durant for the fiscally conservative white Republican who slid into my Insta DM. This poem is for the fiscally conservative white Republican who slid into my Insta DMs. In another life, he holds my hand. And our lips curl a kiss together. He looks into my eyes and the blackness staring back at him is my pupils and my skin. He looks at my face and sees only the details of the woman he loves. And somehow, in this moment, I am both black woman and human. In another life, he kisses my forehead without pressing white lips to black skin, except that is exactly what he does, and yet nobody screams or cries. Sally Hemings does not roll over in her grave. My great-great-great-great-grandmother does not either. He kisses my forehead, and it is unrevolutionary. He caresses arm with hand, and the arm is black, and the hand is white, but his touch is still just his touch. In another life, I go to sleep next to him, and I stay undreaming listening to him breathe. I do not worry about resting by his side. Do not lie awake, terrified. The massa in him will kill me in my sleep to remind me of my family tree as he uproots his own in another life. I see the white boy staring and I do not flinch. I smile back. We date, fall in love, and get married, and our children are completely balanced. They do not break for anyone, do not divide themselves in half, almost as if they are born whole. In another life, our children are considered whole. And history is just history. And we are just two people. But in this life, the white boy tells me I'm beautiful and my body rejects the compliment. He reaches out to touch me and his arm feels like a noose. His mouth, a dark cave I cannot escape from here. He kisses my forehead and his lips are just another pale thing here. He calls me nigga in his sleep. 
I hold my breath and contemplate a slave revolt to remind him of his family tree as I uproot the one my ancestors were left swinging from here. I see the white boy staring and I still do not flinch, do not bat an eyelash, we do not date, fall in love or get married and our children do not wince themselves into existence here. The white boy DMs me that he's a fiscally conservative Republican and asks if we can still be friends. Here, I laugh so hard I begin to uproot myself, but the fiscally conservative white Republican suffocates me, tells me there is not enough oxygen to go around, but he will share in exchange for friendship or whatever. Here, there's always enough to go around. But this white boy is holding it as ransom as his pickup line. Here, history is not just history. Here, he is a white boy and a massa and an overseer. Here, I am a biracial girl and two genocides and a Grand Canyon. So, no, sir, cannot simply be friends. I do not have the oxygen to spare on you. Nothing we share will come easily even when it does come because we are histories apart. You have the option for personhood, and I am always a walking revolution. You are in another life, and I am still here. Arguments for gun rights, or arguments against liberal communist hippies who don't like guns, or freedom, or the Constitution because they're afraid they would lose in a shootout, or guns are cool. One, our founding fathers loved guns, and they were right about everything. Two, only people who hate America hate guns, but I know America is the highest caliber country, so I love guns. True patriots only sing the national anthem in the key of A, K-47. Three, without guns, Old Yeller would have given everyone rabies. The traditional family would die. Boys would never become men. Squirrels would overrun Texas, and aliens would ravish our women. Four, our enemies are everywhere. Our schools, our homes, your washing machine, and your dryer. And you don't bring love to a laundromat fight. You bring guns. Five. Guns don't kill people, people kill people. That's why we need guns. So we can be the people who kill the other people before they can kill other people without guns, with their guns. Duh. Six, guns create jobs, also puppies. If you hate guns, you hate jobs and puppies. You're a horrible person. Fix this by buying a gun. Seven, once you have a gun, no one with you, put your safety first by turning the safety off. Eight, I'm genderqueer. People f with me because of it. I live with crosshairs crawling up my spine. Keep safe the ignorance, says fear, and there my blood goes spilling. White picket fence America sleeps easy, or it praises the gun that put me down. Calls this population control shotgun eugenics. I don't know if a gun would make me safer, but I think about it. Think about those moments of helplessness. At school or my home, the grocery store or laundromat, those moments when I recognize the danger too late, I think about the first gunshot. The boot and fist, how they hunger for my flesh, and I know that if I don't own a gun, it won't be because I'll never need one. There is this idea that we never fight back, or at least we never win. This idea that we are not dangerous in our own right, that the best we can do is outrun the bullet, but don't we all know how impossible that is? 
I wonder if arming the prey is clever or if it just makes for better game. I wonder what happens when the prey stands its ground, turns the safety off, shoots first and walks away alive. Because if you have a gun, no one fucks with you, right? If I have a gun, I get to kill the other people before they can kill me. Is that right? I won't know until they come for me. But I think about it. Think about it. You're listening to Smoking Rhymes, and we're all about thinking about it. Uh, we'll be back next week with more poetry, more music, and more cannabis stock. Keep it locked in the morning for Notorious in the Morning with VOG. Uh, shout out to the sponsor, HY Clothing. You can check it out at hyboston.com. Uh, the poems you've heard tonight, we were fortunate enough to get from Button Poetry. So you can also check them out on your own if you'd like. Uh, it's a Smoking Rhyme Show. My name is Rex45. We'll be back next week.